Hello and welcome to the Good Good News Baptist Podcast. I'm your host, Bo Garber. Don't forget to check us out on Spotify, like, subscribe, and share our content. And also join our Facebook group as we continue to encourage others with the Word of God and the stories of fellow Christians. So this is uh, the Good Good News Baptist Podcast, and I have Jordan Hirschberger, longtime friend, uh, zero-time listener of this podcast. Hey. Uh, no, that's not true. But, I'm a nine-minute listener. You're nine-minute, yeah. yeah. I no listened to the first episode. episode. I listened to your first episode, like 95%. So, okay, it's like a nine-minute episode, so I'm like an eight-minute and 50-second listener. I'm very thankful for that you give me this opportunity. I know we talk all the time. My wife thinks it's annoying that we talk so much, but <laughs> I'm just glad that you gave me this opportunity so we can uh, talk down about ministry, man. Like, when was Absolutely. the last time you... Ian, you did something with ministry. Oh, I don't know. I was thinking the last time was probably when I was a youth pastor still. That time that we uh, we were, um, I was on a trip. I was a youth pastor in Colorado. Those of you that don't know, I now pastor in uh, the Maranatha Baptist Church in Wachula, Florida, a small town in the middle of Florida. And uh, prior to this, I was a youth pastor for six years at Calvary Baptist Temple in Fort Collins, Colorado, under uh, Pastor Park Sutton. Uh, there, which is where my path crossed with uh, Bo Garber here. And uh, we were, he was a youth pastor up in Torrington, Wyoming, which was a couple hours north of us, but we would go to camp together. And uh, so we would have, he would have some guys there and we would have stuff. And it was always a, a group to who would, who could beat the old men, the old youth pastors in basketball. So that was always a fun time. But uh, we did a trip. That was probably the last time I did something with him in, in as far as physically in ministry. We took a trip with our teenagers. I think we took about right. 25 young people. And we went to camp in uh, at Southland, Christ- Southland Christian Camp in uh, Ringgold, Louisiana. Uh, we went to a week of camp there. And on the way back, uh, we were going to go to youth conference at Southwest Baptist Church in Oklahoma City. And on the way back, that's when we ran into, uh, we ended up staying with you because you were currently yep. at the time, you were assistant pastor in Waxahachie. Uh, Waxahachie, hard, Texas. Hard to pronounce. Yeah, yeah, you did it good, man. You pronounced it right. Oh, yeah, Wax, Waxahachie that's almost as good as Wachula. Uh, even in a small church in a small town, a pastor in I told you in the town called Wachula. And in our town, Google says that we have a population of 6,000 uh people <laughs> in our town, and uh, that's crazy from Fort Collins <laughs> that has like 200,000, 180,000 people to a town of 6,000. It's quite a distinct difference. There's about a, they say about a 60% of the population here is Hispanic. And uh, that has a large pull on me. My wife is, is Hispanic. Yeah. And uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I, I tell everybody that I, I speak enough Spanish to be dangerous. Uh, that I, yeah. I, I'm, I get down a rabbit hole too far and then not know unless it comes to food. If it's food, then I'm all in. <laughs> I, I'm good. But at, at normal conversation. And uh, that kind of drew our heart here to where God led us here. And uh, we've now been here this April will be three years that my family and I have been here in Wachula. And uh, God's been God's been good to us. So we've had uh, I've had three baptism services, baptismal services since I've been here. Uh, when I first got here that first summer, we had a neighborhood Bible time and uh, we were able to see around 100 kids that came through our church, our small church here, and uh, able to see some young people that got saved. And 
even one young lady and uh she got saved and uh, man she you got all the way saved and got in and man she started coming riding the bus and we have a little bus that we ride and she started coming around the bus and and as i was just starting to get here uh, there were several people that had kind of gained and gotten some traction uh, we had another family that had come uh during the in neighborhood bible time and they had uh at the time they had five kids um or four kids and uh, they were all coming to neighborhood bible time and one of the ladies from the church here while they were outside got to lead her to the lord and uh, she had grown up seventh day adventist and they led her to the lord and so she got saved her husband had never hadn't come to the thing yet um, but they had all started coming and their kids loved coming to the neighborhood Bible time. So they came on Sunday, the wife and the kids to come uh, on the Sunday for our, what we call our Sunday Bible time, which was the starting up of our, of our junior church. And they came for a Sunday. Well, that week, the husband had come, um, the next week, the husband came just to check out what the church was. And I set up a time and I was like, Hey, I said, I'd love to take you and go have some lunch. So I took him, I got to tell him about the gospel. And uh, I gave him the gospel, gave him the plan of salvation. He had grown up Catholic and uh, asked him if he'd ever done that. He's like, well, I don't know. Didn't really make any decisions. So we came back from lunch that day. And well, that next Sunday, I talked to him again. I was like, hey, how's it going? And uh, everything going well, doing stuff. And so uh, they had talked about wanting to join the church. And I said, well, let's meet. And I uh, had him go over. We met and I talked to him about, I said, well, before you join the church, I said, there's a couple things. Number one, you got to be saved. And so I leaned to the wife and I said, when did you get saved? She said, oh, and said, uh, Miss So-and-so, actually, she's the one that showed me. I got saved during neighborhood Bible time right outside. That's where I got saved and accepted the Lord. And then I turned to the husband. His name's Bert. And I said, Bert, I said, when did you get saved? He said, oh, I got saved that day you took, a, took me out to lunch. I was like, what? He said, yeah. Well, after I got home and you told me everything that needed to be done, you know, and all the stuff, and I realized I've never done that. And I said, what am I waiting on? I need to get saved. He said, so I just bowed and prayed and accepted the Lord Jesus and got saved right there in my house, in my bed, and uh, beside my bed there. So that's when I got saved that same day. Uh, he's like, oh, I forgot to tell you. I'm sorry. I was like, well, yeah, that would have been nice. I could have been yeah. awesome to have. And so sure enough, they, uh, they, they came and. I said, now what we got to talk about is baptism. If you're going to join, you got to get baptized. And and they said, okay, well, we'll get baptized. And uh, so they lined them up to, to get baptized. Well, since they were getting baptized, there were other couple other people in the church, uh, some other families that uh, uh, there was another young family that had four kids that was coming. Uh, they had found us online. They had watched our service online and saw us and saw uh, I was a younger pastor and so they said, well, we came and wanted somebody to preach the King James Bible and preach the word. And they came here and they heard me. And, and then they had said they wanted to join. And so I met with them and the husband and wife told me, and they said, well, we grew up Pentecostal. He said, I know I'm saved. I know I've been saved. I, I can point to you here. Same with the wife. She said, I know I'm saved. But they said, we've never been, never been baptized. Or they said, scripturally baptized. And I said, well, we can take care of that. And uh, that's a blessing. And so them and then their two daughters have been saved, but they had never been baptized. And so the whole family was coming to be baptized. So there were four more. And so we were planned a day where we said, okay, this day we're going to have a baptism service where the husband and wife that I had led to the Lord, we had led to the Lord, were getting baptized. And then this husband and wife and their two kids were getting baptized. And while we were doing that, I talked to the young lady that was uh, gotten saved during, uh, during the neighborhood Bible time. The young lady, she's about 12 at the time. 
I said, could we talk to your mom? She wanted to join the church. And so I said, well, before we do that, we got to talk about baptism. And so I went and sat down with her and her mom and her family. And uh, they all came and uh, she wanted to get baptized. So she got baptized that same day that we had that baptism. In this baptism service, uh, there was another older lady uh, that was at our church who had uh, come. And uh, she said that she understood, but she didn't. So my wife and I went over to her apartment and ended up following, uh, uh, getting to show her and, and give her clear direction. She was very confused. She'd watched a lot of people online and a lot of different internet preachers and things and uh, and was very confused. But we gave her clear des- description from clear description from the Bible as to what salvation is and how that works. And right there in her apartment, she had gotten saved uh, and bowed her head and accepted Lord Jesus Christ. So, and, and we said, the next thing is you need to get baptized. And we're having a baptism service the next week or whatever. And she says, well, I, I'm, I'm going to do it. Let's do it. And so then she was lined up to get the baptized. So uh, all in this one baptism service, right in our first year, we had uh, twelve people that got baptized. In that so that was a that was, a that was a pretty cool baptism service to have. It's like a it's like a machine gun baptism. Oh, I know. And we don't have we have a <laughs> we have a portable baptistry too. So it's like you have to <laughs> fill it up and then like turn it to the side, and it's got a heater in it, but you got to let it run for a couple of hours to let it go. So. I'm preaching, and we did it in, the, in our <laughs> afternoon service, and I, I was preaching the morning service with the pump running, and it's like, all while I'm preaching, you know, right beside me. And I was like, well, just get ready for the afternoon. Get ready for the afternoon. So that was, pre- that was pretty special. That was a pretty awesome, uh, I mean, that was a talk about a day. So we got a picture of us and uh, with all the people that got baptized that day, and that was a pretty special day. Well, um, fast forward to the next year, we had had a couple other people. They've come and done things. Well, in December of last year, we had a couple that came, and uh, they're they're um, they're Hispanic. They're originally from Miami, and uh, they moved up to when I say we're in a small town, they moved up to the middle of nowhere where we are. And I was like, "What made you move up here?" He said, "I don't know." He said, "I wanted to get out of the, we wanted we felt like Lord wanted us out of the city." He said, "So we sold our house in Miami and bought five acres of land and said we're going to be homesteaders." And so they decided to leave Miami. And to come up and be homesteaders. And I said, oh, I said, well, what did you know about the land and about animals and about stuff? He said, nothing. I'd never seen or read or done anything with animals or anything. And I said, we're going to start a farm. (laughs) And so so he comes up. Well, they moved up and uh, they had been coming. They had lived up here for a couple of years and not never gone to church anywhere. They couldn't find a church that would had the King James or preach King James. And uh, so anyways, they ended up showing up at our church and uh, found our church through some of our uh, young people in the church who were in a local play, and they said, oh, some people were inviting them to come to church, and they said, we should come to church with us. Do you have a church? They're like, no. And they, the first question is, do you preach the King James? They said, yes, we use the King James Bible. And they said, oh, really? And so then the next Sunday, they came to church Praise there, and uh, they came over, and they got there, and uh, they came for a couple of weeks, and we had them over to our house and uh, talked to them, the husband and the wife. And the husband and wife had clear testimonies of salvation, but the kids had never been saved. Well, that's that night at our house, we gave them the gospel and the clear plan of salvation the one time. And so the, the, they were like 10 and 12 at the time. And the, the two kids got saved at our house that night and uh, accepted the Lord Jesus Christ, their savior. And so we planned another baptism service uh, for them to get baptized. And I said, now, if you guys are going to join the church, I said, we got to talk about your baptism, the mom and dad. And they said, uh, I said, well, have you guys been baptized? And he told me, he said, well, I was baptized, but he, he said it was an apostate church and some woman did it. So it wasn't good anyways. <laughs> and uh, I was like, that's, I know. he's like, 
But that that's not even the best part. The best part is like I, he said, I knew he told me, he said, I moved up here. He said, I knew that that baptism wasn't right. He's like, I knew that baptism wasn't right. He said, so one day I was just taking a bath in my room in our bathtub. And he said, and I knew I, I needed to be baptized. So I just went backwards and went under the water and came back up and and baptized myself. So, Dude, you do what you got to do, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's hilarious. Hey, there you go. So you know, hey, I appreciate uh, what, do say, what do you say? What do you say? A for a for a for effort. Exactly. But anyway, so I went to the plan and said, "Well, you got to have proper authority." And and so, anyways, the whole family came and they got baptized. Uh, had another baptism service, so that was pretty cool to have the four of them get baptized. And uh, and then two weeks ago, we just had another one where another young lady. Uh, she's uh now and she just uh, she'd been coming. And uh, on her way home one day with her grandma, she had asked, well, pastor talked about being saved and knowing I'm going to heaven. What does that mean? And her grandma, who's a member of the church here, told her and let her, uh, basically let her to the Lord. And she accepted the Lord Jesus as her Savior. And Amen. so then said that, well, I need to be baptized. What can I do to be baptized? So so a couple, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, uh, we had a baptism service for her and her whole family showed up and had them all come and preach the gospel, and then she got baptized and joined the church. So that's been pretty special. Been pretty special to see what God has done, and it's kind of cool to be a part of that. I mean, as you see the baptism service and and to do that and see everybody joining and uh, rejoicing and smiling and uh, loving the Lord, and so now we're plugging along and trying to see what God will do and uh, see our church and uh, continue to see this little church grow even in a small town and see what God can do here in the middle of Central Florida. Dude, for you to say you had three baptisms in a year, you didn't yeah. say you didn't give me a number of the people you. <laughs> yeah, we've had we've so had least, yeah we've had twenty two baptized since I've gotten here. That's three years. It's over three years. Three. I meant three separate years. That's a great number. I know. That's no, it's not like, about numbers, when, when, but it is about that the Lord has been good to us that we've been able to do that. You know, I hundred percent agree. Yeah, I hundred percent agree. But just when but you, it's when a metric, mind, but it's a metric that you can yeah. tell and see. Yeah. When your mind's thinking about it, and you're like, I had three baptisms, and I'm like, yeah. three baptisms in three years, three, okay. Three baptismal I mean, services. Yes. I, yeah, but you don't think about the service part. Because yeah. most people, I got baptized with um, another girl that was in our youth group. We both got baptized the same day at the same, like, same yeah. baptism. Because um, our church didn't have a baptistry at the time. We had to go to a different church to do it, which is totally chill. It's whatever. Yeah. But, but when you said you had three baptismal services, you're thinking maybe one or two at each one, not 12. Yeah, we had 12, 12, 12 four, one. Yeah, we've had uh, 17. And then we had another one. Uh, so I said three baptismal services. And then we've had um, some other ones that were, I, they were smaller and younger. Uh, there was another family in our church. So I, I, uh, that was part of the other one with the family that got saved from Miami. I had, another family that was already part of our church that their younger boys had gotten saved at a youth conference or youth rally around here. And then they got baptized there too. So, so there's several others thrown in there, but we've had 22 people who've been baptized since we've been here, whether it was, they had grown like the family that went to a Pentecostal church, but had never been scripturally baptized, but, or they got saved and got baptized uh, at the church here in the last two and a half years, almost three years now. And so Lord's been good to us. And that, that's a blessing. When we came here, there Man. were three families that voted us in. So there were three families that voted us in as pastor here when we came. And uh, so, and I mean, now we'll probably have on a normal Sunday, I don't know, anywhere from 40, we could have 40 
And if you're in a good Sunday in the wintertime and everybody's here, you could have 65, 70. Typical, <laughs> um, typical church, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And of course, being in Florida during the wintertime, we could double in, in size. So Yeah, yeah. So when I lived in Wyoming, we would have church members leave Wyoming for the, during the winter and come to Florida. Yep. So you probably had all the church members that came yeah, you leaving know, those yeah, cold around here, to visit you. Around here, we have a lot of people from like Michigan and uh all all the mainly really michigan's like the largest portion of people around here so yeah no, but, God, Michigan. yep God, god's god's been good to us here and still trying to grow and study and uh i always say to our people that i said i don't want our waters to get stale i want to keep stirring them and use our baptismal and um to be able to do that and and uh keep our keep it fresh because we always want to see people who are accepting the lord and uh following lord jesus and uh giving the gospel out and trying to to share the gospel with people and excited about what God's doing and hoping to continue on doing it. Man, what a blessing. I've watched your services online. Yeah, I always yeah. like, I always hit like and share. Oh yeah. Like and share. Just like um, you should do with this podcast. Like and share. Hey, that's right. Like, share and subscribe. That's I mean, right. You've been there for three years. Numbers don't matter. Again, we, yeah. we want to clarify ballpark. If you can, how many people have been saved since you guys got there? Um, if you count during our like VBS and our kids conference and uh, like during our revival, I don't know. We've probably seen, I'd say the 30, 30 people have been saved. I'd say 25, 30, had, somewhere in there that, that we've okay, seen. We had led 22 to baptisms, so I was just curious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say 30, 30 people. Yeah, but, but also that doesn't equivalent to because like we had like one. So basically of the 22, I'd say seven or eight of them were not because they got saved, but rather because they weren't properly baptized. So they were just, yeah. or they weren't baptized at all. So they, they just got baptized. So that, so that number is alleviated a little bit, but yeah, so we've probably seen 25 to 30 people at least. I would say 30, especially with all the kids. We've had a lot of young people who've gotten saved, but those are a little harder to stay faithful. Some of them still ride the bus today, but um, yeah. So probably I'd say 30. Praise the Lord, man. You know, to, to know that you, you come to a town that, like you said, doesn't have very many people, and you've seen thirty people get saved somewhere around there. Just one soul was worth it, but to see yeah. that many is such a, it's such a blessing. Yeah, and uh, I, I'm really glad to hear that. I mean, I pray for you all the time, and Amen. I try to support support your ministry online because, as pastors, as youth pastors, as ministers, people in in, in any type of ministry form, of teachers, um, laymen, deacons, we need encouragement, and we need stuff that that can encourage us and to hear a story that says, Hey, you know what? I became a pastor. I moved to this small town and it's not always sunshine and rainbows. It's <laughs> not always going to be, yep. it's not always going to be amazing, but yeah, mm -hmm. but those kind of things are so refreshing to people. Like, for example, I talked to a pastor this morning, um, a, a, another person I'm close to and they're struggling in their ministry because it just doesn't seem like, they can keep people where they're at. Yeah. So much to the point where they got an, an opportunity at a place, another church um, that is very interested in, knows them very well and, and wants to bring them in. And so when you say, you know what, I, I didn't start this church, but I came to this church and it still works. It's still, there's still ways to bring people in. There's still ways to baptize and have encouragement and to see people get saved. And that's, and that's the reason why we do this. And so for like that young man, if he were to hear your story, say, you know what? It is possible to go to a church that's already established and you can you know. make it 
what God wants it to be and be successful. Yeah. And success is defined by our goals, what your goal is, you know? Yeah. And see to see your success and the what you've been able to accomplish is so refreshing. I think that some people like that, those pastors that are struggling, those pastors that are coming to new ministries, especially that could really use that. Hey, just keep putting in the effort. Yeah. Keep, I'll keep trying. I think the biggest thing with you, Jordan, is you have a good heart and a good zeal about you. You're energetic. And when people see you, they kind of gravitate towards you. It's kind of like a magnet. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know what? I'm saying something and I want to yeah. hear it. Yeah. And I think that's that's a huge blessing and an encouragement to see. And I th- I think you need to keep doing it, bro. Don't give up. And, and uh, not, I, till so G- not till Jesus comes again anyways. Uh, but that's the kind of stuff. It's like, if, if there's wannabe pastors, if there's people out there who think that God's calling to be a pastor and you get an opportunity, or let's say you're a youth minister who wants to become a pastor. If there's a church that calls you and you, you're, you're praying about it and you're like, I don't know, this just sounds too hard. You're, an ex- you're a success story. Mm-hmm. And you're an opportunity for those guys to say, you know what? I could do it. If Jordan Hershberger can do it. That's right. Literally. If I can, I do, can do it, it. Yeah, anybody, <laughs> any, anybody can do it. What a blessing, though. That's, that's a great story. That Your machine gun baptisms is so funny to hey. me. <laughs> uh, I love it, bro. That's, oh, that's so wonderful. Well, what are you, what's your, what's your intentions now, man? What's your next step? What's your next plan? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Continue serving the Lord, hopefully to grow and, uh, keep seeing, seeing God do something even here. And maybe even we are kind of landlocked in our building. There's nowhere like future with this specific location and, uh, to hopefully get something else either that we revamp, remodel, redo, uh, to grow to the point where we would need something like that. But I, I don't know, but just, uh, Stay faithful, serve the Lord, and hopefully get some more stories. If you're ever in the area at in Wachula, Florida, Central Florida, we are about an hour south of Orlando. I'm an hour in from Tampa. I'm one hour in from Sarasota and an hour north of Fort Myers. So if you're ever anywhere around the area, you'd love to come check us out. Maranatha Baptist Church in Wachula, Florida. And I'd love to come have you visit, spend some time, get to know you and fellowship with you uh, here at Maranatha Baptist Church. Thank you for joining the Good Good News Baptist Podcast. My name is Bo Garber. We're so thankful that you're willing to listen to us and and listen to our encouraging stories. Don't forget to like and subscribe and share our content. And then check out our Facebook page where you can join our group. We'd, We'd be glad to have you. Hope you have a wonderful day and God bless.